0: Do what it is that you want to do, stick with that, have the bandwidth to accept jobs that you know you can complete, and that's it. Real simple, it's very, very simple. Do, stay focused, stay in your lane of what you're crafted to do so that you're not doing so many things that you're not a master of any of it.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nicole Fingers of Fingers and in Ink. Nicole, super excited to have you on the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes, excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Nicole so you can hear about some of the awesome things that she's been working on. And with an eye for innovation and creative custom designs, Nicole embraces her passion for paper and stepped out on faith in open fingers and ink, fine invitations, and stationery boutique in May 2002. The brick and mortar boutique is located in the heart of Lyon Park in Arlington, Virginia. And Nicole brings her love for contemporary art in creating each of her custom invitation suites for all social and wedding celebrations. Finger in Ink has been recognized in numerous print and digital publications, notably the Washington Post, Montalucci Bride, United with Love, DC Luxury, Washington Weddings, Grace Armandi, Wedding Style, and Uptown Washington. As a professional in the event and wedding industry, Nicole has a reputation of being a leader and a mentor who is known to tramp, champion and encourage other industry professionals. And she is dedicated to creating a positive impact for the industry by giving back with her talents, time, and her wedding. The native Washingtonian was educated in Prince George's County Public Schools. She attended the Ohio State University, graduated in 1996, May 1996, and receiving a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering with a minor in mathematics. And she definitely knows the answer to my joke that I always say, the the square root of pi. Um, She could definitely give us that answer. But of course, we're not here for that. Nicole, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, yes. I can't even
0: believe that was me that you were talking about. I'm like, "Mm
1: -hmm." (laughs) yes. So when you're doing awesome things, you're like, Where's the time go? Because you're doing so many moving and shaking moves and, and awesome things. So it's great to have you uh, hear a little bit more about how you got started and everything.
0: Yeah, thank you so much again for, uh, for having me. But I can't, the time has gone by so fast. Within 20 years, I'll be actually celebrating 20 years in May of 2022. So it's like, Wow. All of that has been accomplished. So, and I have so much more I want to do. So I can't wait to hear in another 20 years what that bio is going to sound like.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm, I'm eager, eagerly excited for that episode as well too of what we're going to say in the next 20 years and what that's going to look like. So um, I guess to kick everything off, let's rewind the clock a little bit to, to how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you start out with all the awesome work you've been able to do.
0: How I got started. How I actually got started is extremely funny. I Because I'm an engineer by trade, I kind of stumbled upon it. I've always loved paper, but I was always asked to do people's invitations, announcements and things like that and realized this was my niche. This truly was something that I, I really loved and had a passion for. And I spoke with someone who actually mentored me. She was a stationer in Chicago. And she said that if you do what you love, the money would come and she never lied with that. So I it was rough to believe that story, but um it it was true. It was so true in in just doing what you loved and finding that niche and do it well. Don't venture off and try to do five different things. Do what it is that you love and definitely the money will come.
1: Yeah, that that makes so much sense. And, and you know, you hear so many times about, you know, people that are truly excellent at their craft and what it is that they do. Those are people that often do pick a lane um, and, and they really own that lane. They really know it. They, they stay in it. They they get that excellence after years and years and years of, as they say, beating at their craft and being really great at what they do. So kind of sounds like you've had that similar experience.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely, and a lot of it is self taught. I mean, if I had known that I was going to be a business owner, I would have went to college for entrepreneurship. I totally would have opposed to engineering, but it allows me to use that skill set that I did learn in college. A lot of math, which I still use in not only just you know balancing my books, but also measurements of paper and. It it does come in handy, but I still wish I had the foresight to at least take in some business classes. And I always encourage um, young people that I mentor to when they are going to college, you may not know the path. I know you might be laser focused on being whatever that is, but take some business classes just in case you get that entrepreneurial bug And you want to actually own your own business. And they don't see the foresight, but there's been two of them that have been, thank you so much for saying that because these have come in handy because I do want to own my business, own business and do what I went to school for. So it does come in handy. I don't think that that's oftentimes um, encouraged or even uh, brought up in conversation when we talk to young people now.
1: Yeah. And it's so important to to kind of understand those things and kind of like those, you know, foundational skills, like you mentioned, I I feel like even, you know, learning about business, whether you do start your own business or you're working in a business, you get that different perspective of what it looks like, even if you are an employee or whatever, C-suite, whatever you end up. But do you feel like I've heard a lot um, of people have said that, As an engineer, you start to realize how to solve problems. Do you feel like that has helped you from an entrepreneur (laughs) (laughs) standpoint?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Especially electrical engineering. Electrical engineering has a lot of. It's a lot of problem solving. It's a lot of seeing things that you don't actually see. It's like the theory of it all. So it that has definitely come in handy. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's really. I've never heard anybody say that. So.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. I start to, you know, listen to and read and, you know, interview people with different bios and they're engineers and, and they start to say, like, truly what engineering is. It, it's not saying that there's only one path. You have to figure out sometimes that path. And in entrepreneurship, as we kind of been alluding to, you have to do that and very much so. There's always things that are not going according to plan. You have to adjust and change. And if you don't have that, um, I guess, the the stomach for it sometimes, then it could really, really be something uh, very much so a challenge
0: people always use that. Oh, it's overused pivot. You, you have to have that pivoting, uh, you know, agile spirit to be able to move and, and think ahead. It's really hard to think ahead, but you have to think ahead sometimes. And you said it right. The stomach for it, you need a stomach for this, for, to be in business. You really do. It's (laughs)
1: It's a beast. I'll say that. <laughs> it is. It
0: is. That's, a, that's the nice word for it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the that's G rating. We're trying to keep the G rating on, on the podcast. But um, so I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about this journey, where you arrived, what you're doing, how you're serving clients. Could you take us through a little bit more about fingers and in ink and what you're doing?
0: Fingers and ink. Well, again, I'm a stationary boutique located in Arlington. So um, I, the real, the weird thing about it now that we've gone through the COVID process is that I'm servicing more people outside of the DMV, which is fantastic. Um, And I'm actually being able to tap into people via Zoom and have my presentations and consultations with them virtually, which I'm I'm like, why was why didn't I do this before? Zoom was a vital tool that we've used a you know way before the pandemic. I just didn't know. And you know, again, pivoting, having to make that transition through my business, man, it's 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 just work. So I am looking forward to in the future to broadening my clientele. Outside of even the United States. So I really want to go international um, within the next few years to I've done a few, but I really honestly that's gonna be my target is to to make custom invitations, my brand to be more international opposed to just domestic.
1: Yeah, that that makes so much sense. And I, I think, you know, using the the word pivot, as much as we, you know, wish we kind of sometimes had the foresight, it's like we should have been doing that years before.
0: I can get an idea of their style. They can tell me what their favorite colors are. And I can really kind of get a concept, what music they listen to. Like in just regular conversation, I really can get a grasp of who you are and what you want to represent or resonate with people. I can, I, I guess in 20 years, it's become a knack. I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's so funny you say that because I was, I was going to ask you for your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. I was actually going to ask that because I almost feel like once you start to, to know your craft and be really great at it, I feel like you're able to serve on such a higher level because you don't have to worry about how I'm, am I going to execute this or that because you've been able to do that. You've been able to kind of make that excellent. It allows you, I think, to be a lot more um kind of service oriented, listening yeah. and, and really yeah. helping to serve. Do you feel like that is, yes, is part of your secret sauce? Yes, I do.
0: Thoughts? Yes, I totally do. I think, and I often say, look, I'm going to ask you some questions. They may be silly, but then after I, t- I, I explain why I'm asking the questions, they're like, oh, I didn't even think of it like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, and then then they get it and then I'm able to really create a very great picture or inspirations of invitations for them. And they we never have to keep playing this cat and mouse game of, no, that's not really it. I've given you options and guess what? You're going to pick out of one of those three are going to be dead on.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Oh, wow. HoneyBook is an app that I use to help me gather um, information, uh, create um, invoices and just intro letters. Oh gosh, it's so helpful. It, it really helps me to gather the, the information from the client. It's on my website and that is like the inquiry stage. So they can act, they can let me know it's a wedding, it's a party, it's it's something for uh business. They can let me know. So when I am opening up to them and having my initial um, introduction to them, I know exactly what they want. So that is the biggest thing. Ah, I love it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't used HoneyBook. I I just heard a little bit about it. I know I think a lot of I think it might have started in the wedding, wedding or professionals. It's one of the reasons it was created, if I'm right.
0: I think so. But I think it was good for anybody. It it really, it helps to mainstream. I don't even take credit cards in person anymore.
1: So would would you consider that to be um, a CEO nugget, which is a little bit more of a word of wisdom piece of advice? Um, I usually say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: I think my CEO nugget would be to stay in your lane to do, don't do, overdo, try to do four different things, be an all-in-one, do what it is that you want to do, stick with that, have the bandwidth to accept jobs that you know you can complete, and that's it. Real simple, it's very, very simple. Do, stay focused, do what it is that you want to do. If you want to be a wedding planner, be a wedding planner. If you want to do, you know... Tired tracing, I don't know. Do that and stick with it. That's it. It's very simple. Stay in your lane of what you're crafted to do so that you're not doing so many things that you're not a master of any of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I definitely love that, that, that picture as well, too, because that really uh, drives it home. So um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So, Nicole, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Oh, gosh, it it is resilience. It's um it's strength. It's it's power. It's commitment. Dang, I can't even in a nutshell give you one word, but those are solid words when I think of a CEO, I I think of. And when I look at someone who's a CEO, I'm like, they've been through it. They're resilient. (laughs) So that's 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 me, I think, for me in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, it's funny. So funny you say that. I, I said, if you've been in business for, it seems like longer than 24 hours, you probably have had some fires and stuff <laughs> to put out, let alone 20 years and, and you know, and counting, you know, to be able to do that. But I love those words, resilience, strength, uh, power, commitment, because I think it really gets to the, the foundation of like what all of that means and and just the, the ups and downs, the roller coasters of it, the the things that are very, very frustrating. And some days you're on the top of the world the next day. And I think so many times people don't you know realize the, the, you see the, you see the, um, the high points. You don't necessarily see the, the less than high points that people kind of go through. So I love that resilience piece, especially, but I think all of them are just so, you know, true and in alignment.
0: Yeah, totally. It was, a uh, I used to do menus for a restaurant that was right around the corner and he, was doing fabulous and he got one bad review and I said you know you have to be able to take criticism to be able to take the praise so don't let that you know throw you off it's going to make you better take the criticism build on the criticism it's going to make you better and he listened to me and and was like you know what that's really good advice that's really good because you of course you're used to getting the praise you're used, to, that's a safe place. But having somebody really kind of tap you on the shoulder and say, this isn't that kind of really makes you reevaluate yourself, come back and really try to elevate.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Nicole, truly appreciate that. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: Uh, again, thank you so much for having me. You can reach Fingers in Ink um, on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Fingers in Ink, F is in Frank, I-N-G-E-R-S-I-N-I-N-K. And um, that's about it. That's all, I'm, that's all we're doing. Having fun yes. and celebrating one event at a time.
1: Absolutely. And it's always great to do those things when you're in purpose as well, too. So I love all the awesome things that you're doing. I'm definitely going to put the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. um, See about all the fun things that you're creating. But thank you so much for your wisdom, your excellence, your resilience and power and all those words we kind of talked about. Thank you so much again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thanks. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the Imceo CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.